Welcome to the Drink Less, Live More podcast. If you are a woman that is wanting to evaluate your relationship with alcohol, you come to the right place. There are no hard and fast rules and you don't have to call yourself anything. You're just a woman that knows something isn't working for her and you are wanting to make an intentional change. I'm Rachel Pritz and I'll walk alongside you as you learn to drink less and live more. Let's go. Welcome back to Drink Less, Live More. Full disclosure, this is my second take on this episode. So I was like three quarters of the way through it, wrapping it up, landing the plane, and the program that I use to record it and just shut off. So I thought, well, surely I'll just log back in and it will be there. And it was not. So the fun, fun, fun part of podcasting behind the scenes when you do not have a producer. I am the producer. I do all of it. Um, And so, yeah, that's fun. So I should really nail this the second time around. Like I've had a 15 minute pre-run. So anyway, today is not a boring day apparently, Um, but I'm going to talk about boredom. So, you know, I started this journey two years ago and I knew this boredom was a big factor, but it didn't come out right away. Like it took me a little time to sort of pinpoint what it was that I was experiencing that, that made me want to go have a drink. You know, there were lots of different things going on, lots of emotions. So they sort of clouded maybe this, this idea that boredom was a huge factor. I did do some documenting of my journey and sort of, you know, I'm not a big writing journaler. um, So I just jotted down some things in OneNote when I was sort of having revelations throughout that last couple of years. And so boredom was a part of it, but it wasn't a huge part of it. But now that I'm watching so many of you do dry Januaries, maybe it's your first time taking a longer break from alcohol and you're talking about your boredom. Like I'm hearing this a lot on TikTok and on Instagram um, how boring it is. And like, how do we shift that mindset? You know, like how do we shift into like, Oh, I'm not bored. I have space for creativity. That's kind of how I flip it into a bit of a different mindset. And I do think that is true. I think that we have, when we're bored, there is space for creativity. Right. And so like, we're not so busy that we can't possibly think of something to do, but I think you can get so bored that you can't think of what to do. I think that's absolutely possible. You know, I tell my kids all the time when they say they're bored, we'll go find something to do. And there's, you got a million toys. There's gotta be something to do around here. Well, that is completely true for us too, as adults. Absolutely. And we have more power to do exactly what we want to do. So, you know, we can decide to get in the car and drive off and go shopping or do whatever we want to do. So really interesting how, you know, we tell our kids these things and that's completely for us to hear for sure. So anyway, I wanted to do a podcast episode on boredom because I do think it's a huge factor for many people. I think being a parent, quite frankly, is really boring. So like even when they're really little, like they just sit there. Like they're not doing anything. You're doing the same routine every day. You have to be in a routine or they're going to eat you alive. Like it just, it is kind of boring. And then every week is kind of the same as you become an adult. It's like you go to, you know, work, you might work out, you take the kids to their things, you go out to dinner with a friend and then you have the weekend and then you start all over again. I remember as a kid kind of thinking, 
in my mind, like, I'm never going to be a boring adult. Like, look at how boring they are. They don't do anything. They just sit around and they sit and read the paper and fall asleep on the couch. Like, what? How boring. Um, And here I am, you know, sometimes I'm quite boring myself. And so I've had to sort of learn to challenge myself there because nobody's coming for us to parent us. Like, nobody's coming to say, well, if you're bored, go find something to do. We have to do it for ourselves. And so we can get stuck in this loop of, okay, I'm bored, so I'm going to go drink. And really, you know, alcohol doesn't make things less boring. It makes us sort of lose track of time and forget what's happening. Um, But it doesn't really make anything less boring, right? We just lose parts of the day. Like we can check out if we drink enough, you know, where we're like, okay, so there we go. I get to like check out of four hours of the day. Like, really? Is that really the life that we want to live? It's certainly not for me. And so that was a huge kind of discovery for me. So, you know, I'm getting older. Sometimes I don't always have the energy to like physically go do something when I'm bored. Sometimes I'm like, no, I'm bored, but like I'm exhausted and I just want to sit down. So when that is the space I'm in, I will often sit down, grab a sort of a mocktail or, you know, whatever I have kind of handy. A lot of times it's the Liars Classico that I just pour a little bubbly and it's my trigger to my brain. Sit down and rest, Rachel, put your feet up. And so I do. And then I often will watch something on TV. So, you know, I was reflecting about, you know, when I was in my twenties, I was, I had no kids. I wasn't married. I lived with my sister for a long time, but like, we sort of just like hung, like it was like, it was awesome. You know, like I did whatever I wanted to do all the freaking time. And it was amazing. And I didn't have high levels of stress and I wasn't like my nervous system wasn't on overdrive all the time. Like it was really easy. Life was really easy. And so I've always kind of gone back to that time and space. Like what did I do during that time that allowed for that? You know, obviously I didn't have the layer of having a husband, a business and kids. Like those are big layers, right? So of course those are going to lead to some challenges and some level of stress. But I'm like, what did I, what am I missing? Like, what can I incorporate back into my life during that time period when life was really easy, right? It was really, really easy. I did exactly whatever I wanted. I think that's the key. I did exactly whatever I wanted all the time. Amazing. So I have been working on that for the last couple of years, just like adding in more of what I want to do even if it's weird, even if it's dumb, even if it's watching the same movie I've seen 75 times because it brings me joy and I'm going to do it. So, you know, my kids are older and I'm like, I can do this stuff. You know, I used to never turn the TV on when I first had kids because I'm like, well, I don't want them to hear all the stuff maybe I'm watching. I don't always watch the most PC stuff. I don't always watch the most like, um, you know, kid friendly stuff. And so I'm like, well, you know, I just won't turn the TV on ever. And that was something that I actually really enjoyed. Like there was a lot of comfort that came from TV. I was the third kid and I walked home from school when I was like seven, eight years old and I was home alone for like two hours and I was a little bit scared to be in the house when it was quiet. So I would turn on the TV and watch TV. It brought me comfort. So I think that still is very true for me. So I started actually using headphones with TV when my kids are around and I'll watch something while they're like doing something else. Um, or I watch TV during the day sometimes. So sometimes I'll watch and I'm like, like not talking about like real housewives, no shame or shade. If that's what you watch, it's not what I watch. I like, I don't even get it. So I watch like more artistic sorts of films, films that really, um, or TV that really jumps into like 
how people got the way they are, or how they created this persona, like a lot of like psychological type of stuff that really digs in deep to that stuff where I can sit and be like, oh, that looks like an Enneagram this and that's, you know, and like, I'm like analyzing it the whole time. So I'm very, like, I'm not numbed out on it. I'm very tuned into it. I love TV and movies with great music. Oh, it's the best. Like I sometimes just listen to just soundtrack music while I work, um, to soundtracks of great films and movie movies. And I just love it. Like it, it brings me so much joy and energy and create creative space. I love everything about it. So that's a big one when I'm feeling a little bit more just tired or just exhausted, wanting to sit down and put my feet up, trying to listen to my body more when she tells me to do that. Cause for years I did not, I just powered through it. Right. And then, you know, ultimately that left me even more exhausted. So when I have more energy and I want to watch the TV. Right now I'm currently watching The Crown, which I know I'm way far behind everyone else, but I'm on the third season already, people. And I tell myself that if I'm going to watch The Crown, I have to get on the treadmill. And I really like to watch, I really like The Crown, so I want to get on the treadmill. So it's like, it's like this lovely way we can trick ourselves, you know? And so that tells you how many times I've been on the treadmill in the last two months, because that was sort of the rule I made at the beginning of December, because <laughs> um, I'm like, you know, three seasons in already. So, uh, that is something I'll do when I have a little bit more energy walk when it's nicer outside. I take the dog for a walk. I love to walk outside when it's nice, but I am completely a fair weather walker and it's cold in Indiana and I have no desire to even step outside my house. That's why I love working from home for the most part. Cause I don't have to step outside of my house. It's great. When the summertime comes around spring, fall, I'll be outside. I'm good. This is hibernation period. So that is something I do. I have recently picked back up playing the flute, which I played in middle school. And so I'm sort of relearning how to play the flute. And that's been fun. That's been really cool to see um, muscle memory, like how these things just come back. I haven't played this in whatever, 30 years. And it just came back. Like, isn't that fascinating? Like, that's fascinating to me that we can do that as human beings. So I'll pick that up and do that. I love, and I know I've mentioned this before, I love organization and having things organized and my house being aesthetically pleasing and comfortable. I love all of that. So I spend time doing that. It's a real creative space for me. Most people are like cleaning your refrigerator doesn't feel that creative, but I love like figuring out how I'm going to like Tetris all these items in here. Like you watch it. I'm going to figure out how to look at a full refrigerator and make it look a heck of a lot less full because I use efficient use of the space, right? So I love that. I love cleaning out closets. I love organizing things. Uh, I, you know, I don't live in a mansion, but I live in a big enough house where there is never a shortage of those things that can be kind of done, go through kids' clothes. Uh, that is, you know, size three and they're 10, so not going to work. Um, you know, I found some little baby gloves, like literally for little babies and my kids, there's no way they could even fit a finger in those things at this point. And so, you know, I love doing that type of stuff and that sort of gets me out of the, oh, I'm so bored. There's nothing to do. Uh, there's tons of stuff to do, right? I'll call a friend. I'll start a text string with a friend or friends, which is fun, you know, to sort of have that as a, a break between the boredom. Um, yeah, so many things to do. These are all basically free. None of them cost a whole lot. Um, sometimes I'll try a new mocktail or try a new little recipe that I'm just curious about. Let's see, let's see if this works. Let's try it out. 
Um, what's the harm if it doesn't? No big deal, you know? So there's just, there's no shortage of things for us to do. You just got to figure out what that is for you. Figure out what you want to fill your space with now that you're not checking out all the time with alcohol, you know? Like, there's a lot of hours in the day. Like, you know, I've been considering learning Spanish because it's always been sort of one of those things that, like, gosh, I wish I would have learned more Spanish. I wish I knew more Spanish today. I wish when I go on our vacation to Mexico that I could speak some Spanish to the people. I think that would be really cool and fun to be able to do. And I know they appreciate that, you know, like when you try, (laughs) you know, it's not just like, well, you have to speak English to me. So, you know, I really, I really like that. Speaking of vacationing to Mexico, that's another place that I'll go. I'll sort of dream and scheme about my next vacation. I have five of them planned for the year. So if you don't follow me on TikTok, you should follow me on TikTok because I'm going to start talking about vacationing and how to do that without getting bombed every single day, which was my previous experience with vacationing. And so that's fun to sort of look into. I've already looked at the menus and they have some really cool, like a little speakeasy bar that you can go to where they have mocktails that look really good, not just Shirley Temple crap that they're throwing out there. Like they're taking some time and effort with their mocktails, which I love. So those are some of the the ways that I combat this idea of boredom. Also just challenging yourself a little bit. Like you're telling yourself you're bored. I'm so bored. I'm so bored. Normally I would go get a drink. I want to go get a drink. Get yourself out of that damn loop. Like get out of the loop. Um, Get into the, oh my gosh, this is cool that I have all this time and space. Like, wow, what an opportunity for creativity. And if you're sitting there thinking, Rachel, I'm not a creative person. I call absolute bullshit on that. I think every human being is a creative person. You've just forgotten where your creativity is because you haven't practiced it. Like if we don't practice these things, we lose them. You were a, a crazy creative child. I can guarantee it. I think you had all sorts of ideas. You had all sorts of things that you could be doing. You played with something for a while. When you got bored with it, you played with something new. You created games. You did all these things. So 100%, we just got to wake that little inner child back up and tap into that creativity because you have it. So I want to take that out of our vocabulary. Well, I'm not a creative person. Um, Creativity can be a whole lot of things. Yes, you are. Everyone is creative. We just got to have that space for it. So I want you to flip the script on this one. Flip it into, I am not bored. I have space for creativity. I listen to tons of podcasts and listen to tons of books. And I'm usually doing something, mostly because my nervous system's too hype from being a mom and business owner and all the things I have going on in my life to calm down enough to sit down and actually read a book. I can't do it. Like I need more like distraction with visual types of things like TV. I hope that someday I'll be able to read a book again. I used to be able to, this is, you know, newer for me, but right now I can listen to something. And honestly, I remember so much more of books and conversations when I'm doing a little bit of something that's sort of mind numbing. Like I don't have to, like I can be cleaning out the refrigerator and listen to something, but I remember more when I'm doing that. And there's actually some research that backs that up. So super cool. What an opportunity to kind of get that, that energy, that nervous system, you know, moving and working, but also learning something new, which is a huge part of who I am. So there we go. We don't have to be bored. There's a million things to do. Get the boredom thing out of your vocabulary and say, what a cool creative space I have right now. What do I want to use it for? What do I want to do in this creative space? So I will be back next week. I am off 
for a little trip, which I'm really excited about. I'm going with my sister and a friend, and we used to travel together all the time in that lovely, beautiful space I was describing in my 20s where I was completely selfish and I went and did whatever the heck I wanted. We used to travel all the time together, and you know, sort of adult life got in the way, and we're back. So we are heading out to Zion National Park. We were joking the other day that we are... (laughs) like the um, Golden Girls, like we we all like the Golden Girls, we watch it, love it, but I'm like, I think I'm Dorothy, and they're like, what we both think we are too, so I think we're all Dorothys, and I'm like, shit, we're all Dorothys, like, so you can imagine, you know, the sarcasm, and you know, what a hoot we are to travel with, um, I don't know if we could let anybody in that wasn't a Dorothy, they'd be like, you guys are mean, <laughs> um, but I love it, so anyway, I'll be back next week, I'll talk about um, some sober-ish traveling, um, you know, I'll probably have a cocktail Saturday night, um, one and be done, but I don't know, maybe not. We'll see how I'm feeling. I always kind of like make the real time decision. Um, I can have a plan to drink, but I make the real time decision if that's going to be a yes, I don't do it the other way around. So that's sort of how I plan out drinks. I don't add one in the moment. Um, I will plan ahead to have one drink and maybe choose not to just depending on how things are going. So anyway, yeah. Have a great week. Can't wait to see you back next week. And hopefully I don't have to, you know, record this next episode twice. So, you know, whatever. We can do hard things. We'll talk soon. Have a great week. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you can be reminded of new episodes. This is not intended to be medical advice. This is for gray area drinkers that are wanting to evaluate their relationship with alcohol and cut back or quit altogether. If alcohol isn't ruining your life, but it's certainly not making it any better, you're in the right place.